Welcome to the live studio. Welcome back. And if you're new, just welcome. I'm your host, Daniela Rolon. And today we have a very special guest joining us in the show. She's a very dear friend of mine. We haven't known each other for that long, but I would say long enough to call her a very good friend of mine. I, I love her to death. She's amazing. She um, She's originally from the Dominican Republic. She's an international student here at Liberty University. Um, the way we met, we met through some friends and family. Um, we'll get to talk about that a little bit in today's episode. But just enough of that. Please just welcome our guest, Alejandra Saiter, who's here in the show. Thank you for being with me. Thank you How you been? Me, I've been good. How have you been? I've been doing great. Doing great. A lot of stuff has happened, but it's been it's been amazing. I Truly amazing. Yeah. Yep. So let's get. And di- let's go and dive in, talk about you, because this is about you, not me. So just start by telling us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your family, as much as you want to share. All right. Well, my name is Alejandra Saited. As Danny said, I am originally from the Dominican Republic, born and raised there. So an international student here at Liberty. And I am the third child of four kids. Uh, I don't know who has seen the movie Yours, Mine, and Ours, but my family's just like that. Um, My sister is my mom's daughter. My older brother is my dad's son, and then there's me and my younger brother. But honestly, we are very united, and we're very close as a family. So it's like we're all from the same dad and mom, and there's no distinction in that. And yeah. I am 18 years old, a freshman, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I love Christ. Awesome. Amen. (laughs) Amen, girl. Okay. So, as you heard her story, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about our story, how we met. So, it was definitely a God thing. Literally. Definitely (laughs) a God thing. Um, Like, we've seen each other grow as we've been here at Liberty. Mm -hmm. So, the way we met was actually through Alejandra's pastor, who's a very um, close friend of my parents. In fact, her pastor is the reason, her pastor and his wife are the reason my parents met. (laughs) And they're the reason I exist. So there's a lot lot of credit given to her pastor. So shout out to um, Bopin Arabin and Gabby, if you ever get to listen to this. I love you guys. Miss you. I mean, long story short, it was pretty much, I was applying to Liberty and I was talking to my pastors about it. And they were like, you know, um, just like a year ago, we took uh, a friend's daughter over there and we loved it. And um, her name is Daniela. Because my pastors are from Puerto Rico and Danny Mm -hmm. is from Puerto Rico. Um, And they were like, you should get connected with her when you're there. And I was like, I will definitely do that. And then, like, I got her number. And when I got here, it was like... Maybe like a month. We were already like two, three weeks in. Yeah. Because we were just busy right yeah. when the semester started. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then we were able to like grab dinner at the rod. <laughs> at the rod. The yeah. Peace rod. Yeah. And yeah, that's how our friendship began. And here we are now. Yeah. And we literally clicked. We spoke for like over two hours. Oh my gosh. And we literally. talked about everything from <laughs> beginning to end. And literally. we were just like, we, it's like we've known each other for so long. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yes. It's like, it was so fast and that's how you know it was meant to be because 
honestly, there are no coincidences with God. And the fact that you and I got together not knowing each other and mm -hmm. literally clicking as fast as to talking about where we're from, how we know each other now, and just, like, also boys and Christ and yeah. all of that. So. It was all of it. It was all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a summary of how we met. And mm -hmm. it's been... Um, it's been several months since, yes, yeah, last September, we would say, we've known each other. And we love to just hang hang out and yes. catch up. There's always something new, something crazy <laughs> going on. <laughs> I actually, I love listening to Alejandra's stories because they're always, like, they're so interesting. <laughs> like, I feel like, honestly, Thank most you. of the time I talk with her, I'm like, Let me just, just talk about you because I literally have nothing yeah. interesting. Tell me about you because I know you're going to say something yeah. extremely crazy. And I she does. And then that. I'm just like... <laughs> How on earth? She's literally just a freshman. She's already doing all this stuff. How on earth? But it's definitely, you're awesome. Thank you're definitely you're a blessing. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so now let's dive right in to why you came to Liberty. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't get tired about talking <laughs> about this. <laughs> um, but I, like I said, I was born and raised in the DR. I graduated from a... Bilingual Christian school back home, um, so I was, you know, used to the like Christian environment, school, and being surrounded by like not only a church but also like staff members and teachers and students that loved Christ. So when I was, I think it was, I mean, I've always wanted to study abroad all my life, um, and I knew it was going to be the states because I was like, I'm not going to Europe. <laughs> Um, or Asia, I'll yeah. go to the States because that's more normal to me. Yeah. Um, so I always said, okay, if I'm going to leave my hometown, I'm going to leave my church, I'm going to leave my country, then I'm going to go to a Christian university. And I think if I'm being so honest, I applied to two other uh, universities, but Liberty was my one and only choice. Like I just did it because I had to, not because I wanted to. But I always felt like I was going to go to Liberty. Um, since I was coming to the States, I was like, okay, I have to go somewhere where I can at least have family somewhat close to me. And I have family here in Virginia. I have family in New York, which is like a few hours away, but it's still relatively close. Um, and I remember talking to my parents about it, and they were like, we support you. We are in this with you. And then I came and toured Liberty in the summer of... 2021 um and i came and it was just like a normal like campus tour and i remember being being inside vine center mm -hmm. and just like they were talking about convocation and like everything that goes and happens in combo and just the vines and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> i see myself here i see myself worshiping here and like sitting and like just being there and i remember like my eyes got a field with tears and I was Aww. just like hey no way <laughs> and then I applied and I got accepted and I came and then my mom dropped me off because my dad wasn't able to come and then my mom was like this is where you're supposed to be and mm. like she felt peace and then my dad came with my mom and he was like this is where you're supposed to be and it was just like God kept confirming like through my parents first like them saying hey we are in this with you we're supporting your desire to go study abroad um, but then, like, giving me peace and then giving my parents peace through it all. Um, but, yeah, I knew that if I was going to leave my church, which was the biggest thing for me, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to leave my church. <laughs> um, 
But it was the biggest thing to like go somewhere where I was still gonna be surrounded by believers that could push me to grow in Christ. So you said, um, I heard you say that you said you weren't thinking about going to Liberty, like you just applied because you had to. Why is that? Well, not exactly. I Liberty, I mean, I looked it up, and it was always my one and only choice, but I did okay. apply to other schools. Like, I applied to a university in Ohio and one in Texas, which was just, like, so far. Mm-hmm. And when I told my parents about, like, Liberty, how it's in Virginia, and we have family relatively close to here, they were like, Yes, that's the place. So they had they had peace about Virginia, not about Texas or Ohio. Mm-hmm. I get it, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Good, good. I love that. That was definitely with me as well when I came here. I was like, I see myself here. Mm-hmm. And at first I was going to do, the first year I was going to do online. Um, yeah, the whole freshman year was just going to be online because I was still 17. Mm-hmm. My parents were like, you're still too young. Let's just stay home, just chill, mm-hmm. get those genets out of the way. But then it wasn't until we got here that my was more, I would say it was my dad. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, no, you, you need to be here. Mm-hmm. You need to have the college experience as, as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, which I thought it was crazy coming from him because he was, most, he was mostly saying that he wanted me home. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a day goes by when I call him and I talk to him about liberty and he always says the same thing. He's like, you have no idea how blessed you are to be there. Yeah. I even actually, um, one day he was um, talking with your pastor, Bo Bing, mm-hmm. on the phone. And they were talking about liberty. Mm-hmm. And my dad said that, Bo Bing had told him that I was in the rich kids' school. Rich kids' school. And I was like, what, what do you mean? What? And she's like, and, and, but then I understood because I don't, I'm not saying that everyone here is rich, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, we do notice that most students who come to Liberty, they come from, I would say, financially stable mm-hmm. families. Yeah. And they're able to afford it and everything. Um, but I definitely don't come from that family. I've noticed that most of my friends do have that blessing. I, mm-hmm. I live in a wonderful home, and we're financially stable, I would say, but not in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, we're more of like... Not a low, no low income family, but we have just what we need. Like God has provided whatever, mm-hmm. uh, everything we need at the right time, and so sometimes when I think about it, being here, it is a blessing. Like I'm not really supposed to be here, mm-hmm. but even for the other people who can be here because they're wealthy or mm-hmm. whatever, it's a blessing. I feel like so many students take it for granted. Yeah, whether it's like going to combo campus mm-hmm. community. All those little things, they just take it for granted, and they have no idea how much of a blessing that can be. It is. It yeah. Is. God's purpose mm-hmm. will come through if it has to. Definitely. Yeah. And what was your, what were your conversations with God like during that time of deciding whether to go to Liberty mm-hmm. or not? Um, it's so funny because like I look back. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, God answered this prayer. God answered this prayer. God answered this prayer. Um, So I big time prayed for like a community here at Liberty, especially a community of Latinos. Um, Mm. Because I was like, ain't no way I'm going to leave my country and not speak Spanish for four years and not be surrounded by like people that want to dance like I do and just like (laughs) have fun, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and he literally answered that prayer oh, as yeah. soon as I stepped into campus. Yeah. The first person I met, she wasn't Dominican, but she was um, from Peru. 
Mm. Uh, her name is Dada. Shout out to you, Dada. Um, <laughs> we don't know you, but we love you. <laughs> yeah. We met at uh, the international student dinner, and we just clicked. And like, I was like, oh my gosh, this girl speaks Spanish. <laughs> and then I met um, my college best friend, Julia. Mm. Um, I love you, Julia. Julia, um, we love you. And uh, like, it was immediately like as soon as I got here, he just started placing people. Also, like my other college best friend, Sierra, like. Just, like, my quad mates from the first semester and also, like, the Dominican family that he has given me here. Mm -hmm. Like, I never thought I was going to be able to have as many Dominican friends here as I do. And it's just such a blessing to have each and every one of them here. Um, and also just... Uh, I've had opportunities. I also prayed for opportunities to lead. And as soon as I got here... I remember going out to my RAs and being like, you know, back home I was so involved with leadership and I I hope to be involved in leadership here too because I don't want to spend four years in Apro and and just, you know, like my leadership to stay still. And then uh, I got into a leadership program and then I got RA and yeah. I'm just a freshman and here I am. I know. Um, yeah. But I think that it, it, there's that like a community God has been very faithful with providing people here for me to feel loved and seen and just surrounded and have fellowship and grow with others and also just the provision that he that he's had with um providing leadership opportunities um and also just a lot of growth has happened since I've gotten here yeah um with just a lot of times when we are surrounded by our parents, it's so easy to just stay under their shell. Oh, yeah. Um, but I've noticed that now that I'm here, like, I still, like, depend on my parents because I'm just 18. But, mm -hmm. like, I am able to make decisions that I used to have to go ask my mom or my dad. And now I'm able to ask to just be like, hey, I'm going to do this. And they'd be like, okay, we're fine with that. Um, so there's a lot of independence that has come with that and just... God um, is very funny with, like, just, <laughs> you know, we go through a lot of ups and downs. And even, like, dealing with the downs has been a blessing to then look back and be like, wow, I'm going through this, but I know you have a purpose through it. So, yeah. yeah. It's awesome. It's so, so awesome. So, let me ask you, how has it been... You, I've heard you talking a lot about home, how it's been at home, and it's wonderful, I assume. Mm -hmm. How has it been adjusting to the U.S.? <laughs> I know that's something big. Because we, although we both were born and raised mm -hmm. in our countries, in the, Carib in the Caribbean, mm -hmm. Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, um, in my case, I've already lived here for like five years. Mm -hmm. And just the Puerto Rican culture in general there is that American side mm -hmm. to it yeah. because we are more U.S. citizens. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's that. Yeah, there is definitely. I can see it in the culture because yeah. I've been able to engage with so many Latino cultures mm -hmm. because of my church. It's a Hispanic church. Yeah. So we have Peruvians, Salvadorians, Bolivians. We have a bunch of those people. And we're all different. Even Dominicans, I've realized we're, mm -hmm. we're different, even though we have a lot more in common yeah. than with other um, Latinos. But... Um, me getting used to it is quite different to you getting used mm -hmm. to it because this is your first time here, like staying here for a long period mm -hmm. of time. Yeah. So just tell us a little bit about how that's been. I am not going to lie. <laughs> it's not been the easiest. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. 
That's not the word. It's been, <laughs> it's been good because God has provided and God has, like, put people in my life. Yeah. But there's ha- there has been an adjustment to it because homesickness is real. Culture shock is real. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if like I've always traveled to the states. Like I've spent summers here and Christmas is here, but it's not the same than staying here and living by yourself when like you instead of like coming for a vacation with your family. True. Um, so there has been a big adjustment to it, especially like the food. Oh, like the food. The food here is so different than like back home. Um, even like interactions that happen. I am from a small town back home, so like everyone kind of knew me um, because of my dad and all that. Um, and then coming to Liberty, which is huge. Like even even though we're in Lynchburg, like we could really think that Liberty is in its own world its own place yeah yeah no there's definitely like a cultural a cultural thing that happens because i've noticed the same thing Mm -hmm. like people um i've noticed in some areas at least well i would say in general americans they're very polite Mm -hmm. most of them are very polite um but sometimes to an extent that's like they are very respectful which is good Mm -hmm. It's good, definitely great, which sometimes we might not even receive from other Hispanics, I would say. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I I definitely see that there's there's something different about American people. Not that it's bad, not that it's bad, but they're definitely like a little um, different when they're polite and respectful mm-hmm. and they definitely give you a lot of privacy. I've noticed that. Yeah, there's just a big difference. Like I remember like back home, and I think it's not only, like, in the DR, just in, like, Caribbean and La- La- Latin American culture. Like, it's so normal to, when you meet someone, to give them a hug or give them a kiss a kiss on the forehead. Uh, forehead? Whoa, on the cheek. <laughs> not the forehead. Don't do that. Um, but, like, a kiss on the cheek. And that's so normal. Yeah. At least back home. It yeah. is, like, I'm used to, like, oh, hi, how are you? And just giving so- a guy a hug or a girl a hug or... A uh, kiss on the cheek, um, which is so normal. But coming here, like, I already knew, like, um, I remember in the international student orientation, they were like, Americans like your space. Like, when yes. you're going to say hi to them, yes. keep your space. I respect that. I respect that. And I'm not going to, like, intrude your space. But, like, I'm, like, I wouldn't be, like, I think that if an American would come to me and give me a hug when we first met, I would be like, what's going on? Because that's no, not yeah. normal. But that's if it was no. a Latino or, like, a Dominican, I would be like, okay, that's normal. Yeah, I remember, um, yeah, for me, it was definitely the first time I moved here, I greeted a girl with the kiss on the cheek because I totally thought mm-hmm. the kiss on the cheek and the hug. But she only hugged me. And at first I was like, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. But then I started to see how people interacted with each other. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they don't do that. Oh, yeah. okay, they don't do that. Yeah. So uh, there's yeah. all that. And then there's also like, I feel like you you can tell when there's a Latino somewhere because oh, yeah. they're super loud mm-hmm. um, or they're like talking fast. Like Yep, yep. I think we're known for being fast Especially speakers. Caribbeans. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to say Caribbeans. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like I have the right to say that because I know so many Hispanics from other nations. Yes. And I have to say that literally Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, and I haven't met that many Cubans, but I don't doubt it. <laughs> we're the loudest. We're just the loudest. There's, Honestly. There's a lot in common with those three cultures. Yeah. But you can definitely spot one. And then there's, <laughs> this was a culture shock thing, big time for me. 
I remember, so back home, when you go in anywhere, like in an office, in an elevator, especially elevators, this was the biggest shock. <laughs> I went in an elevator here. It yeah. was like the first week of school. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, first week of school. I went in an elevator and I said, good morning. Silence. I was like, I was like whoa, in my head. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. I was just like, it was full of people and I was like, good morning. And no one said anything back. And I was just like, okay. Wow. Yeah, because back home, it's so normal that when you go in an elevator, yeah, people are going to be like, good morning, or have a good day, or blah, blah, blah. But here, like, I don't know if it's because it's more of college students that they're just on the I think phone. so, because I know a lot of people, they they even talk about it. They say, like, it's just awkward in the elevator. Yeah. Elevators are awkward. Yeah, I hate being there yeah, with people. I've, I've heard that, like, oh, it's a small space. But at the same time, like me, I'm going to go in. I'm not just going to be like, quiet i'll say like hi or good morning or good afternoon mm-hmm. but <laughs> i remember mm-hmm. coming out of the elevator with my friend and i was like <gasps> and she's latina and i was like whoa she's like oh my god he's like what just happened yeah, and i was just like ain't no way yeah and i left and i was like have a good day no, no one <laughs> and i was just like god what is this so i remember being like oh my gosh um but yeah just like it's been an adjustment because like I was so used to, like, home and just life over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to tell you that I haven't cried because, oh, my God. Oh, we all have. I Girl. have cried so much. It's been five years. I still <laughs> cry my eyes out. Yeah. Um, so it's been an adjustment, but God, like I said, God has been faithful. God has provided. God has been there. Um, so, yeah. That's cool. How have you, I don't know if you've had the chance to interact with Americans outside of college, outside of Liberty. I mean, my teachers back home, most of them were American because all of my teachers, if not three-fourths of my teachers were all <laughs> missionaries from oh, the States. Gotcha. Um, but it was still different because they're already kind of getting used to the culture mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, coming here, I was like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to talk to Americans? Yeah. But I found a way. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. I love that. Mm-hmm. Another question I'm going to ask. We're going to dive into your degree. Yeah, we're going to dive into that because (laughs) we like to talk about that. Why not? We're in college. Um, So you're a digital marketing major, Mm -hmm. and you told me graphic design minor. Mm -hmm. I wanted to incorporate those two things. Um, Do you kind of see yourself in the future doing something with those two things? (laughs) Where's your head at right now Um, with that? Okay. It's funny that she asks this because she knows the answer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, it's so funny because every time I look or think about the future, I see myself in ministry. Mm. I see myself doing something for God. Um, I was very involved back home uh, with my church. And uh, yeah, so... I don't know. I think the reason why I'm doing digital marketing is because I actually enjoy it. Like, I love social media, and I, like, back home, I used to be the social media director for our youth group, and I am now the social media director for the Brazilian club here at Liberty. Mm. Um, So I was, I love taking pictures. I love making reels. I love like posting stories. Like that's something that I really enjoy. And it's 
pleasing to me. Like I love, like even though it's a process, I love sitting and then being like, oh my gosh, I made that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the side of like digital marketing. Like, I hope to either have my own like little business in that to mm. like be uh be like have a business that others will be able to like get their businesses to like work with me so I can like market and um their businesses through the through social media which is why I added a graphic design minor because I think that's so essential in all of that um and then there's the other side of like the business part of it because I'm a business admin digital marketing cognate uh, major uh I could easily also like I've always had a desire to have my dance academy mm. and my arts academy in a place where like because back home I didn't have that growing up I had to like go out of town to do that um so having a space I don't know if I'm gonna do it it's in my heart um but uh like a school of arts where kids can learn how to sing how to dance how to play instruments um and then incorporate like discipleship through that so that's always been in my heart it's still there um which is why i'm doing the business side of it um but yeah that's so fun you had not told me that part which is really cool <laughs> yeah. that's so cool but to dive into another question regarding that um it seems like you do have like kind of like a plan mm-hmm. you're not sure about it definitely because you don't know what god has in store for you mm-hmm. he definitely has something wonderful for you i, I can say that mm-hmm. um but going to college what was the thing that you really wanted to do mm, you're funny what is that <laughs> what was the degree that you actually wanted to pursue like what's your passion you were talking about ministry yeah. So I'm. I think like I feel like you'd fall into that category. Um, I Danny knows this, but I love to worship, and I used to lead that worship back home. Um, so I remember like <laughs> applying to Liberty. I first applied with an undecided major, and then like I added the business admin thing. Um, but I've always had a heart for worship and leading worship, and I love singing. Um. So, like, if God were to say, hey, Ali, I just want you to be in ministry and in, like, leading worship, I'll be like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, but I don't know. I also, like, the reason why I guess I haven't decided on, like, pursuing a major in it is because I'm like, okay, if this is where God wants me to go, it's going to happen eventually. Um, but, yeah, it's funny because... I think that ever since I got to Liberty, God has been um, doing something in my heart with worship because there has been a lot of no's um, that have been hard to take because, like, coming from back home and, like, leading worship and kind of, like, having people, like, see my talent, I guess, and being like, wow, you're so talented, like, use it for the Lord. And then coming here and trying to do that and, like, you know people saying no and like taking that as okay god doesn't want that for me right now Mm -hmm. has been very hard to the point where i was just like maybe god didn't actually give me a talent Mm. thing maybe i'm done with worshiping like leading worship not like with worshiping as a whole um so that's something i've been um going through right now just understanding that if you know 
because it's funny because I put myself out there and I'm like, I let people know. I'm like, hey, like, I used to be a worship leader. Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to do a worship night, I'm here. Yeah. Or, like, i trying out for the collective uh, and all of that. Um, and just, like, seeing how there hasn't been a yes from God has been kind of hard, hard mm-hmm. um, to take in. Uh, but, yeah. So, I don't know what God no. has in store. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying because I've been definitely dealing with the exact same thing. Um, just asking myself, you know, there's been a bunch of no's mm-hmm. on several things. A bunch of yeses, mm-hmm. a few no's, and some of them have hit really hard because yeah. they've just made me – I tend to be an overthinker. <laughs> so um, shout out to all my overthinkers there. You're not, you're not alone. And you're awesome. If you're an overthinker, that means that. you're amazing. <laughs> no, honestly, the honestly. overthinkers I've met, they're like my best friends right now. They're amazing. <laughs> One of them being Alex. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> not throwing her out there, but she's amazing. Yeah. But um, I tend to be an overthinker. Yeah. And I tend to be pretty insecure sometimes. And mm-hmm. it just tends, I just tend to like think the worst mm-hmm. when the, whenever I get a no. I don't tend to focus. I'm working on it, but like I don't tend to focus on what what that actually means mm-hmm. like it's it may yeah it's an it's a no in a literal sense it's a no mm-hmm. but if you were to actually dive into the actual meaning of it like the actual reason it's more like a closed door because there's one that's opening mm-hmm. or one that's open you might not even yeah. see it or it might be there but you just don't want to take it somehow because you want to go to the other door mm-hmm. that's been that's been closed mm-hmm. but god's door open doors are better way better and sometimes at first I don't know that and that happens to a lot of people at first I just don't know because I'm like god I don't know where that's gonna take me and that's okay you're not really supposed to know Mm -hmm. in life you're not supposed to know I know people like to have everything planned out like me Mm -hmm. because I have to take I like to take control over everything as many people do overthinkers (laughs) we love to do that most of us are perfectionists we're those kind of people um and that's not bad Sometimes it can be a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. It can lead to something bad, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just the way you are. Yeah. Um, but definitely not knowing. I've, I've noticed that right now that no, not knowing is okay. Mm-hmm. In fact, you're not supposed to know. If you knew, you'd be you'd be like God. Mm-hmm. And by like God, I mean, you know, you'd have the same power and authority. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. That's definitely not how it's supposed to be. And it's also, I guess that with all of this, it comes to, like, not putting our identity in, like, the fact that we sing or the fact that, Mm -hmm. like, you know, we received the no. Like, I think that for a while I just thought, like, oh, my gosh, I am meant to, like, sing. (laughs) And that's not my identity. And even, like, with dancing, that I love dancing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's always come to, like, oh, my gosh, like, that maybe that's who I am. I'm a dancer and a singer. And that's part of who God created me to be. But that's not, that's not where I'm supposed to put my identity in. So, like, if I receive a no in, like, leading worship, that doesn't mean God is telling me to not worship. Maybe he just wants me to do it in private, you know, and lead worship for me and myself. Or preparing you for something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you were just saying, as we are talking about this, I just realized sometimes um, a no can also be a way of God humbling us. Because mm-hmm. you were just saying, putting our identity in those things. Yeah. And we just get caught up on that. 
God's mm-hmm. no can actually mean you're very good at this, which is why I'm saying no, because you're going to start making yeah. an idol out of it. Mm-hmm. You're going to start uh, making that your identity and your mm-hmm. reason to live, mm-hmm. which a lot of people do, especially yeah. when it comes to like um, the arts, mm-hmm. whether it's dancing, music, mm-hmm. art, whatever. Like yep. people just lean into that and um, they just think they're amazing because they're creating mm-hmm. and they're powerful because they're creating. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, okay, no. Yeah. Like, if you keep going down that road, God is going to humble you big yep. time. Big He's time. definitely going to, yeah. And that's and that's a good thing. Many people see that as a negative thing, but that's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it takes maturity in the spirit to realize that. So, change the topic now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go and dive in into relationships here at Liberty. Your friends, which I know you've made a lot, a lot My of amazing friends, friends. Because there is no guy friends. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's there, there's no like romantic relationship, not guys. Yet. Just to say, it. not yet. But they're definitely very meaningful relationships yes. um, in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna dive into Ada's relationships here at Liberty. <laughs> it's only her freshman year, and she's already met pretty amazing people, I assume. I have. So I have. let's get let's get into that. How has it been? It's been. It's been wonderful. Um, so I, like I said, like coming into Liberty, I prayed for friendships. I prayed for friendships that, because last, my last few months back home were very hard uh, with friendships. And I was just like, God, I need friendships that are going to, you know, help me grow. I need friendships that are going to push me more to you. I need friendships that they will understand me and like love me with my flaws but not be like hey like it's fine that you're that way stay that way but be Mm -hmm. like hey I love your flaw I understand that you know it is something it is a weakness but I want you to grow and not stay stuck there um so coming to Liberty was like a fresh start with friendships like I have my best friend back home um and very close friends from my church that I love um but they're not here mm-hmm. so i was like hey god i still want to stay in touch with my best friend back home and my friends from church back home but i'm also here now and i need friends here now and i am pretty outgoing i'll mm-hmm. make out a conversation with anyone with anything whatever i'll go up to you and be like oh my gosh i've seen you before and that's how i start a conversation yeah. um so god was very faithful with just providing friends that one understand me to push me more to through to christ and then three just like i can have fun with and you know be myself with um so there's like there's like i've talked about dominican dominican community here which i love Mm -hmm. i love being able to like sit around with like people that understand the words that i'm saying yeah the slang that i'm using that have the same kind of humor as me and just having fun talking about like things that we miss from back home which has been wonderful um i was also i live at east yeah and uh my first semester before becoming an ra i lived in a quad with wonderful girls that i love um one of them i'm close to two of them uh and then i also roomed with a friend from back home which was very nice um but Two other girls that I didn't know, they I love those girls to death. One of them being one of my best friends here now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 
It's funny. I'm going to mention this, but it's funny because, like, I got so close to her, and I was able to go to spring break with her to her family's that's house. Nice. And that was so wonderful. I love her family. <laughs> um, which, that's how you know that God has just been placing people in my life. Because oh, yeah. he gave me another family here that I can now, like, I call them aunt and uncle. Oh, that's and, when you know you bonded. Yeah, and it was just like, I remember leaving after spring break and crying because I was like, ah. <laughs> Um, um, so there's that, and there's also, uh, I mentioned my best friend, Julia, which I love, um, and she has been a very big gift from God here, because, mm-hmm. um, I knew that I was gonna have to need, like, a friend here that, I guess, you know, like, we'll having be a, with you in, like, the ups yeah, and downs and build you up. Yeah, best friend back yeah. home. And, like, you know, everyone says, oh, like, the friends that you make in college are the ones that are probably going to last. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, I have my best friend back home. And now, it's not that I was, like, fine looking for someone here. But I was like, hey, God, like, if you provide a best friend here, too, I'm more than happy. And he provided, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> which was wonderful. Uh, but I have, God has also definitely healed my view of friendships here too mm. um because there has just been a lot of like healing with myself uh within myself and like the way that i used to view friendships like for a long time i had the idea that i wasn't able to be friends with more than like one person like if you and i were friends and there was a friend that we had in common like there was no way us three could be friends oh. like that was my view like because that's what like, I was told as a kid, I was like, you don't work with more than one person. Interesting. So, like, coming here and, like, my two best friends and I, like, we're all, all of us are close. Like, mm-hmm. we all went to spring break together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, having them and being like, wow, I'm actually capable of being friends with two, more than one girl and, like, <laughs> the other girl being friend with, friends with each other. Like, so that's been wonderful. Um, and also just, like, I don't know, he's just placed people like he placed you in my life. And I was just like, well, like, <laughs> a girl. And it's funny because, like, it's just funny because I think that if it if it wouldn't have been God, like, me going to my pastor's church and then you're my pastor, like, placing your dad and your mom together, like, it's no coincidence. Like, no. there are no coincidences with God. And now both of us here at Liberty, like, that's how you know he had a plan from the beginning. Um, literally going back to the 90s no literally it was like what 1997 my parents were 19 years old (laughs) and um, they were starting out the church was starting out Uh at that time that's why they sent um, young kids from Mm -hmm. college kids from Puerto Rico and they sent them um, here I don't always say Puerto Rico Puerto (laughs) Rico I don't care Um, yeah they sent them to DR and my parents they were they weren't really friends they were just there and they were serving and my dad had this kind of little crush on my mom but and (laughs) you know that during mission trips you can't really Uh have a crush on anybody that that thing that those kind of things cannot happen during missions trip um but apparently your pastor Bobby and his wife Anabel (laughs) kind of allowed it they were like something's going on here we're actually gonna let it slide and we're actually gonna help them out which they did I've heard stories it's really funny um but yeah, this literally goes back to like 1997 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly, but yeah. it's crazy to think that this literally goes back almost 30 years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. So God just was really or has been really, really faithful with friendships. And now like the not that I'm an RA and I had to move to another building, like 
he has also provided community there mm. and friendships there and that has been wonderful because not only I get to pour into girls but I also build friendships with the girls in my building which is so beautiful because it's like oh I pour into you I am your RA but I'm also your friend um, yeah. which has been very nice um, and just also like he has provided a lot of guy friends in a in like a guy friend way like yeah oh, that's my guy friend cool um, yeah. which has been very good because back home I have like two guy friends because you know oh, same, yeah. you have a lot of acquaintances and mm-hmm. like but like guys that you actually trust and you'll mm-hmm. be like this is my bro mm-hmm. like he has provided a, not a lot but a few guys here that I'm like I count on that guy like yeah. I can go up to him and cry yeah and yeah. everything's gonna be fine um so he has been way too faithful and he's just been healing my my heart with friendships and with new friendships here so yeah I'm happy I'm happy it's been like that and mm-hmm. I would say there's definitely going to be more friendships because you're just yes. a freshman, girl. Yeah. <laughs> and you're an RA, and you're going to be an RA starting yeah, next semester as well, right? Semester. You're going to be a lot of people. Like, yeah. imagine all the – have you heard all the freshmen that are coming next semester? No. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. A I lot of freshmen. A lot. And probably transfer students yeah. and <laughs> – It's a lot of people. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive right in now into how you've connected with your church. Because yeah. I know church hunting is not it's fun. Not easy. not easy. Not fun. I I, I kind of hate it. I'm gonna be, <laughs> on, I'm gonna be honest. Um, yeah. I, I really hate it. I did it for a little bit, and then I just stayed where I was. And I love where I'm at, even though there's some things that I just uh-huh. I'm not used to. Because yeah. I'm in a big, very big church. I'm at TRBC, and it's huge and hard to connect with that church. But honestly, the the environment is nice. The mm-hmm. preaching is Bible centered, as it should be. Yeah. And we know nowadays that it's hard to find that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I know for some people, they just keep going and going and going because they just focus on the flaws. And they're like, oh, that's one flaw. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave and find a better yeah. one. But um, just tell us a little bit how it's been for you. Um, so, like I said, my church back home, love it. Mm-hmm. So that was like the hardest thing for me coming here. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm leaving my church. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, cause it was like, I was there for a few years, like mm-hmm. seven years. Oh, wow. Um, so being like, oh my gosh, I need to like now find a church by myself. Cause I was pushed into going to church because my mom and I loved it. At first I hated it, then fell in love with church <laughs> and love my church and yeah. Christ. Um, so coming here, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to find a church. I need to like get into it. Um, so I remember like the first semester, it was very hard. I like. Went to a few churches. I'm not going to like, low-key still church, church searching is still happening. I'm still, like, hunting for a church. Okay. Um, because I'm also tr- trying to not compare it to my church back home because oh, I'm okay. not going to find anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because every church is unique and mm-hmm. God is in every church. Um, so, yeah, uh, the l- last church I went to was Hill City, which I love. Um, I really love it. Yeah. Uh, so I might stay there, but I'm still like, I feel like I could still keep searching because I want to get involved in church. I want to serve, maybe lead worship at church, maybe be mm-hmm. with the kids. I love kids, so mm-hmm. like be involved with the kids ministry. So I'm church hopping still and seeing where God wants me to go. But I am trying to not like not stop going. Like I'm gonna try to like keep going every Sunday and like. Just find something to 
like a church to go yeah. to and see and like have God be like, okay, peace. Like he gave me a list of liberty because, yeah. Are you more of like a small church or big church kind of guy? I mean, my church back home was relatively small compared to mm-hmm. the churches here. It was like maybe, uh, I want to say 500 when we were all together. Um, wow. But I think that's still, maybe it's less than that. I don't know. Um, but I know that like, as long as I can go to a church and I feel seen, even though it's not about me, but like I can connect with people yeah. and people be like, oh my gosh, hi, it's good to be for you to be back. Yeah. Um, like, and then being able to serve, uh, cause, uh, I've never been to like a big church and like stayed at a big church. So I don't know what that's like. Um, but yeah, I think I'm more used to like the relatively small church, which I love cause being able to like see the same people be like, oh my gosh, hi. And then yeah, smaller relationship. Yeah. Know. It's better to connect in small groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Hill City is not that big. Mm-mm. So it's about a little bit over a hundred people, maybe a hundred. Uh, no, it's more. Less. I think oh, it's more. 500. 500. Yeah. It's a small, it's. Yeah, because they have two services. Ah, they have the two services. The pastor mentioned that we were like 500. Maybe. Oh, that that makes sense with two mm-hmm. services. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I, I've been there once, and I liked it too, not going to lie. Yeah. The problem is it's off campus, so that can be an issue sometimes. But I actually really liked it because mm-hmm. first, the worship time. Yeah. Like it was just... You could see the energy, mm-hmm. see and feel the energy. Those people were literally jumping. The <laughs> stage was just shaking. Then the yeah. pastor would join in and sing with them. Yeah. And they just I spent, all of a sudden I felt like I was listening to Maverick City because they go for yes. on and on and on in the yeah. same song, singing the same song. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like I'm listening to Maverick City right now, mm-hmm. which, hey, I got no problem with that. Honestly. Um, and it's just the energy. And even the preacher just giving the word and reading mm-hmm. scripture, I still feel the energy even in the crowd and just in a small space. I feel mm-hmm. like it's easier to feel that and yeah. see it. Yeah. But yeah, but you've loved it so far. Yeah, you actually I have. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. What other churches have you been looking at, um, into? I went to two RBC ones, just ones. Just ones, yeah. Didn't go back. <laughs> a lot of people don't. I've been That's to good. Heritage, which was very nice. That uh, one's big too. Yeah, it's just kind of different than what I'm, what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to Bedrock, also kind of different. Um, I think that's it, maybe. Oh, that's the ones that I can think of right now, honestly. So, yeah. Okay. I also went to Hope Co. Hope I went Co. to Hope Co. too. That one's good too. Yeah, I, I like, like it. I like Hope Co. Thing is that it fills up. Mm-hmm. And last time I went, I wasn't able to go in because they were packed. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I went to Hillside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got there pretty late. Yeah. But yeah. My friend wanted to visit another church, too. Mm-hmm. But there, there's a lot of churches here at Lynchburg. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm there's like... There's no I, excuse. Yeah, like, do we have... Do they have to start another one? I, I don't think so. No, <laughs> just go out and look for one. And there's literally one on campus. Mm-hmm. It's big, but still, it's a church. You're just yeah. looking for a church. Yeah, so we're almost reaching the end. So don't worry if you're if we're running out of time. Don't worry, we're almost at the end. <laughs> so we're just going to talk a little bit... We're just going to end the conversation a little bit with... Just talking about your faith. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like you can share your testimony, a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. can be as much or as little as you want. Um, and just what God has been teaching you now that you're in this stage of life, yeah. which is college. Mm-hmm. You're 18. Mm-hmm. You're an RA. Like you have this, these leadership roles mm-hmm. that take on a lot of responsibility and time. Um, 
sometimes like uncertainty with like what we're doing mm-hmm. um, regarding studies, mm-hmm. majors, and all that. So just yeah, just dive right into that. Yeah. Um, well, I wasn't born in a Christian household. I think I haven't mentioned that, but I wasn't born in a Christian household. I came to Christ when I was, well, I started going to church when I was 11 because my mom and dad started going to church. Uh, and my story, I always say, like, my family story is all about redemption and uh, restoration and how God redeemed and restored my family because my parents, like, went through a period where they were divorced and then mm-hmm. they seeked for help and God redeemed our family and then they got married through the church and um, uh, through law and now our family is restored and then through that that's how I came I came to Christ so I gave my life to Christ when I was 12 but took it seriously when I got I got baptized at 13 okay. July 1st of 2017 <laughs> um, and it was just is great um god god has been with me through it all i even like after giving my life to christ there has been ups and downs because you know he doesn't promise us a life with no downs oh yeah he like says like you will face trials it's the it's the downs that tests us and builds us so yeah um so he he i've definitely been through downs but i've you know, even if it's a period where it's it seems like it's been a long time of a down, I come back and I'm like, hey, God. And he's like, I'm here. And it's so easily seen how he takes care of me and how he, like, has taken care of me and how he has redeemed so many areas of my life. Um, like he redeemed my family. He redeemed my my mind he redeemed my heart he redeemed my purity like just a lot of things that he has redeemed in my life that i'm just like wow god thank you um and just restoring and healing um so yeah so um i think that in the stage that i am now god is teaching me a lot about just uh relying more on him uh because i tend to want to do things by myself oh yeah uh i love people but like i you know sometimes i have the idea like oh i can do it better or uh just like also like i depend a lot on my own strength like looking for um rest and more energy in myself instead of seeking it from god um but he has been so faithful, and, like, just right now, I think that through it all, he's just teaching me to, like, again, like, hey, my your identity is in me. That's, like, one of the biggest things, like, your identity is in me. Like, even when, and then the other thing that I've received word from God through, like, a, my mentor back home, and then through <laughs> scripture, and then Priscilla Schreier mentioned it, too, and I was just like, oh, that's for me. Yeah. Um, which is a verse that talks about how, like, uh, he is going to finish the good work that he started in you. Amen. Which is something that he has been, like, pouring into me big time because I'm, like, at times it feels like, hey, God, I am a lost case. <laughs> like, there is no way. And he's, like, I promised you that the work, good work that I started in you is going to be accomplished. But, again, he's he hasn't come back. And he says it will be accomplished once I come back. So, like, 
it's it's just a reminder to me that like yes I'm falling but like once I fall I learn from it move on and he's still continuing to work mm. and he's still working in my life and I can't expect perfection when I'm not perfect yeah um so I think that right now there's just that big thing being poured into my heart like hey Ale um I'm not done with you I'm still working, even when it seems that I'm not, even when it seems that I'm quiet, even when it seems that you're walking by yourself. I'm still still here. I'm still walking. I'm still by your side. I'm still guiding you. I'm still finishing my good work. So I think that's been the biggest thing that I've been learning and just going through and understanding that, like, God is with me through it all. So. Yeah. And you're just 18. <laughs> you yeah. just started college, girl. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like God is just starting right mm-hmm. now, even though it's been from before you were even born. Mm-hmm. But in a sense, you can say it's barely even started. Mm-hmm. Like your, it ju- your story just started. Yeah. And you get to write it mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. He's the main author. You're the co-author, I would mm-hmm. say. But everything you want to do has to go to him first because yeah. he's the one who has everything planned mm-hmm. out. But, Yeah. I love this. I love this whole conversation. I know. Getting do. to know you a little bit more uh-huh. was really fun. I'm like, a lot of things I knew, uh-huh. but uh, some other things I was like, oh, wow. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So that's what this show's about. That's what I want it to be like, just an environment where I can have conversations with people who mean a lot mm-hmm. to me. Some I will be bringing in also people that I don't really know mm-hmm. so that I can know them as we talk here. So I feel like that's what, that's what the Life Studio is mm-hmm. about. That's what I want it to be. Like when people talk to me and they ask me, well, what's your um, show about? What's the life studio about? I'm like, life. Uh, uh, in summary about life. I know <laughs> that's very basic and bland. I, I don't know. But he, I'm like, it's it's basically a talk show. Mm-hmm. We talk about life. I don't usually, I would say I don't make it about me. Obviously, I do talk a little bit mm-hmm. about me and I introduce okay, myself sure. all the time. But the purpose is to bring other people mm-hmm. and have them share about their life and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because um, I used to be, I noticed I used to be a very judgmental person, like in secret. I wouldn't say it in other faces. But then as I kept growing up and I was in high school, I kept, um, I was forced to meet new people because I moved from Puerto Rico to here. Mm-hmm. So I had to start all over. I met a lot of people and everyone had a different story. And it's crazy how everyone has, even if they're kind of going through the same thing and they're at the same age, same, they come from the same environment and everything, the story is still different. Yeah. The story is still different, and I find that so amusing, and I'm like, I feel like people need to know that more. Because yeah. sometimes people judge without even knowing. Mm-hmm. They judge just by looks or by something that they did yeah. or how they talk mm-hmm. or anything, whatever, about yeah. them. And I'm like, but you don't know them. You really don't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, you don't know them like I do. Mm-hmm. Cause like you don't know my best friend like I do yeah. because she can be she can be quiet and shy, but she's super funny and energetic yeah. and she always knows what to say whenever I'm looking for advice. Mm-hmm. I'll always go to her because she knows what to say. So don't don't judge people, guys. Don't judge them until you get to know them and hear their story. Amen. And even though they tell them they they tell you, oh my life is my story is boring. It's not. It's not. I've had countless people say the exact same thing. And it's never boring. It's, boring. it's never boring. Everyone's been through something. And it's 
really cool to see how everyone's been through some hardship, mm -hmm. even if it's just a little bit of it, yeah. but it's still shocking to yeah. me. Um, but yeah, that's what I want this to be about. Just like we just, we just did right now. Yeah. <laughs> we had a wonderful conversation and Alejandra, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being part of this Thank um you. this show today's episode and I feel so honored yeah i love you girl i love, really love you. you and just tune in for more guys there's going to be a bunch of other guests um next for for next episode we might have a friend of mine who i'm not that very close to but that's why i'm bringing him in i'm like we've talked and you have a very interesting story to tell so no He's a very cool guy, and I'm like, we've only seen, we've only met like twice, but the first time we met, we literally talked for like a whole hour, and the guy was just like, I was t I was asking him his major and everything, and I was like, wow, that's so cool, uh -huh. and I texted him a little bit ago, and I said, do you want to be my guest on the, my next episode? And he's like, yes, dude, let's do it. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, I want to bring as many cool people because everyone's cool. Let me just say that, like I just said before, no one's story is boring. Everyone is so cool. It's just some people are pretty quiet and they don't show it. Yeah. But everyone is so, <laughs> it's just so, so cool. But we're going to end it right here, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Daniela Rolón, here alongside Alejandra Saiten. <laughs> and we'll see you um, next time in the next episode. And this is the live studio, so have a great day, guys. Bye.